Can I increase the value of my property in a day if I've got a, a commercial property? Stay tuned to hear. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Burgio, and James. We're going to be talking about if I own a commercial property, can I increase the value in a day? Is it possible? James, how are you? Good, Michael. Good morning. How are you? Good, good. Now, sort of before we get into if you can or can't, I thought I'd just sort of brief everyone on how you can, how a commercial property is valued. Just give you a bit of a brief on that. And there's really two ways a commercial property is valued. You've got the rate all worked out. You've got the rate per square meter, but then you've also got the the yield. And what that basically means is the percentage of return against the value of the property. So quite often rate per square meter is if you if a shop is worth 10,000 10, a square meter you're 100 square meters 10,000 times 100 equals a million dollars but then so that's you quite often you always look at that figure but it's more prominent when a shop is vacant then you have it from a, a lot of investors like a property that has a tenant in place a lease in place and there's someone paying rent and then they like to look at it as a yield, return on investment. If I buy this property for a million dollars, how much rent will I get? What's the yield? So for example, if a million dollar property is 50 grand a year rent, that's a 5% return. A lot of people will weigh that up against the market, what a, a lot of properties are selling at, but they also look at their bottom line. If they're borrowing money at 3% and they're getting a 5% return, they're making 2%. Obviously, they would always like more if they're, um, they're borrowing, they would like to get a higher return and lease and have a lower interest rate. And that's where it's so prominent with rates that people are paying and what they can buy in. So for example, if the rent is 80,000 a year at a 5% uh, return, it's 1.6 million. So to answer the question, can you double the property in value Yes, in theory, but most most often and more of a practical, we see a 20 and 30% uh, increase from a vacant shop to when it's, rent, it's rented. Because James, a lot of owners are sort of pretty firm on their rental amount, aren't they, when we're showing a property. Sometimes you can see it empty for six months and people think, why don't they just rent it, take any offer? Why do you think so? Why is that? Um, look, it comes down to what their plans are with the property, I suppose. If it's something that they're planning on holding for a very, very long time, um, and maybe they've got no mortgage on it, maybe then it doesn't matter so much and you can put someone in just to get it ticking over. But uh, some people might be using it not for the sense of flipping the property, um, but for holding it, putting a tenant in there, and then trying to make a little bit of extra return on placing a really good tenant. So we were having a little conversation about this this morning, Michael, and it comes down to a lot of factors, comes down to your mortgage, comes down to cash flow. Um, but, you know, based on the topic, I was wondering, um, you don't get that sort of, you don't work on a yield in residential. 
why is it only in commercial and um, why don't more savvy investors use this little tool when you can pick up a vacant possession property um, and potentially put a tenant in there and massively increase the value of it. So it's a consideration and wondering why don't more savvy investors do that? Yeah, and it's a good question and it's true. And I've had so over the years, I've had so many examples where I've sold a vacant property, we've then leased the property and then the owners got a new valuation or sold it for 20, 30, 40% more regardless of the market. Like a lot of time residential, you sort of, if the market goes up or down, that's what you sell at. But commercial, you've got this ability where you can increase the value of the property with the lease deal you do. And um, as you made a good point there, depending on the owner's point, like what they want to do in their um, property plans. Like James, whenever we have an owner who is holding it, there are no plans on selling, they're a lot more negotiable on the rent sometimes, aren't they? Yeah. And then- sure. And and we're finding- Yep, go on. Sorry. (laughs) There's a bit of delay delay here. No, I was just gonna say, we've certainly found that, (laughs) we've we've found that, especially through COVID, um, it's, it's been an interesting time in the commercial marketplace. And I think a trend that we definitely found is transactions have been have been happening when there has been a tenant in place has very rarely been vacant possession property selling there have been a couple but generally they're for the purposes of an, of an owner occupier not for an investor so again it comes down to the plans um in which the purchaser is looking at um or what the owner has with the property so it's quite an interesting one where there's that potential to make money on it if you have if you have the ability to hold if you if you know the game a little bit, I suppose, if you've got good agents that can find you uh, tenants, it's it's a really interesting one. You don't think, why don't more people do it? Um, when, if you have a little bit of understanding, it looks like there's a good amount of money that could be made there um, in a fairly short amount of time. Yeah, exactly. Like we've got one going on in Howard at the moment. Owner was going to take it. It's been on the market for a year. It's empty. They had an offer accepted seven uh, 730,000. We've just located a tenant paying 58,000 a year and we'll sell it for 900,000. Like they were literally the day going to exchange on that property when I found that tenant. And now they're going to be selling it for 200 odd, 200, maybe 50 grand more with the tenant. So, and it's a good question. Why don't people do it? And my response to James was a lot of people don't understand how it can happen. It's almost when you talk about it, they think it's taboo. They think, someone's getting rorted it's something's yeah. wrong it sounds too good to be true um a lot of people when they think of property buy and hold it's time in the market yeah you can't really do much yeah you can paint it and do some things like that they're used to that residential model but commercial is very different i think that's why i really like residential yeah. as well because if you've got a good agent a great agent you can really make your clients money um and the tenants are happy because they've got a, a property it's just how it is but the factors that stop an owner doing a potential buyer doing it is yeah luke said it fear the unknown but also the financial where if you think about any property you buy anyone's bought a property you you most of the time you're borrowing 80 percent 90 percent 70 percent of the property think of your own circumstances could you have bought that property and had it empty for a year and if the answer is yes then maybe you can look at this option. If the answer is no, wow, that would put a lot of pressure on me, not only having it empty for a year, but paying all the outgoings. 
And that's really what it comes down to. You can find a great, like every property rents. It may take three months, it may take six months, it may take 12 months. Some of the best properties I've yeah. seen, some taking the longest time and some that I thought were less desirable, rented quicker. There's no forecasting it. You can analyze it all you want. Yes, you can pick key things near a bus stop, all that stuff. But James, like uh, Carlisle, that would be the best shop in DY with what people give you parameters to buy. And it's been empty yeah. for a year. And all the other ones rented a lot faster. Like you just sometimes cannot pick it. But you've just got to look at yourself and yeah. go, well, a good option, what you could do, you may be able to get a loan for a million dollar property. But maybe look at buying a $500,000 property or a $300,000 property with mostly cash and then and buy a vacant yeah. because a vacant property is so much more negotiable we see um, in the marketplace. And then you rent it, like even little ones we've rented in, James, how about Narbang Way? We had one, like tell us about, we had two in there, one leased quickly and one took a bit of time. Go through just, yeah, that. <clears throat> yeah again just two vacant possession properties um just offices i think just under 60 square meters and just over 70 square meters um owners are both in different situations um one's just holding on holding on banking on it increasing in the future gaining some value um look it's there's not a lot to say on that one, to be honest. It's it's an interesting one because it's just more the time it got rented. One has yeah, and there's and there's basically no difference in the suite. It's all the same aside from the difference of twelve to fifteen square meters. And um, I think I think we thought there'd be a lot more movement from the city and different places into into sort of more. I wouldn't call Belrose urban, but. Um, you know, into more of a suburban area where there is um, commercial properties, offices staying vacant. You think there'd be more activity, but really it hasn't picked up. So you can never really pick how long it's going to take to find a tenant, as you say. Um, yeah. But it all comes back down to your down to your intentions. Yeah, like it's the same market. One leased in a, basically a month, and one's taken six, seven months. You you just can't pick it, and that's why a lot of people don't look at vacant properties, and that's why there's such a extra price if there's a tenant in place compared to vacant but there is this disconnect buy yeah. the same property vacant for 300 grand you buy it tenanted for 450 it's 150 grand there that can yeah. be made in one month one day you sign that lease yeah. the value's up basically or you could be holding it for nine months one year empty and that's really that disconnect of yeah. why a lot of people don't do it and they're not it's commercial property out of like a thousand agents on the northern beaches is five of us who, and or maybe ten of us but only really four of us who do volume so for a buyer to have that confidence in what you're hearing it it's it's yeah. you you're not really going to have it so there's that sort of market there but so the, yeah anything the, example, add on? the example you used earlier Burge. yes quickly the example you used earlier um of the car lot um great investment in the end for the owner um buying find that property off the plan it was vacant for well it still is vacant at the moment but the lease is all being negotiated at the moment um finding an international tenant you certainly can't forecast that as part of your plans when you purchase a property but how much is that going to increase the value of her um her suite at 701 
as soon as that tenant oh, yeah. gets in 500 there. 500 grand. Good example. Yeah. So the lease we found, it's not as high as we would have liked, but we got a national tenant and that's they bought for 145 and now it's going to be worth over 2 million. So, yeah. and for a year, a long lease. Yeah. And the other example is the other one in there it's next to the barber shop and then the other guys. One rented basically a month after leasing it, one was empty for nearly two years. So yeah. if you're a buyer looking at a floor plan, you go, well, do I pick shop A or shop B? Collaroy, four <laughs> shops, three of them yeah. leased before the building was built. One's been empty for nearly three years. How, you like yeah. That's where a lot of people get scared and they don't look at it. But if you sort of take that punt, you could almost double your shop offset. We've seen it. So, yeah, yeah. it's a bit of a commercial cool. investment. Over, overview. Thanks everyone for watching. Luke, Ray, good to have you on. Thanks everyone. Cheers guys.